Welcome back to Trading 360, friends. It's time for the 360 round. Maybe you were flying this weekend. We focus here on the airlines. Our panel is ready. Colin Scarola is with us, Vice President Equity Analyst at CFRA Research, and our own Kevin Green, Senior Derivatives Manager at Charles Schwab. Thank you both for being with us. So, Colin, you know, we have constant delays and cancellations. We know that to be true. I mean, we've heard about upbeat revenue outlooks for JetBlue and American, um, and even, for example, Southwest said they were raising the load factor. I mean, they've given out some pieces of good news, but overall, the group is still not faring very well. Hi, Nicole. Thank you for having me. So uh, uh, I'm sure it's been a huge frustration for travelers the past month. Um, dealing with all these delays and cancellations. But uh, from an investor's perspective, I think you know, one, one point of solace is that the actual staffing levels are across the airline industry are actually higher now than they were before the pandemic by about two to 3%, according to uh, the Transportation Bureau as well as BLS statistics. So I don't think the issue is that they don't have the staff in place. I think what's probably driving most of this is we're in a pretty big COVID surge. And while we're not you know, dealing with COVID like we were last winter uh, by staying indoors, it's definitely going around uh, a little bit more undetected because of the at-home tests. So I think what we're seeing is COVID absenteeism either at the air traffic control level or the pilots or the gate crews. It's really causing major disruptions because a lot more people are getting COVID now but not really send them to the hospital like it used to, uh, but they still have to miss work for a few days. And that's really the problem. But the good news for investors, I think most of that is temporary. Uh, we just have to get through this, this tough summer period of this COVID surge, and then I think operations will start to smooth out in the fall. Hmm, it'll be interesting. Maybe there'll be less demand, too, because in the summertime, people fly around a lot. I thought it was interesting, Kevin, as I took a look at Jets, that ETF that really has a lot of the airlines in it. And um, pre-pandemic, it was trading around 32 and, of course, dropped sharply down to 11 um, right when we learned about COVID. And so in March of 2020, so it really sold off. What's interesting is even of late, it went from a high of 25 down to 15. So it shows how volatile this group really is and whether or not there's much more to the downside, it's hard to say. I mean, what are you watching to give you some indications, Kevin? Thank you, Nicole. Airlines have always been a tough uh, segment of the marketplace to try to invest in. So I would say uh, continue to look at some of those regional players or those domestic players. I think those have fared fairly well compared to maybe some of the international players. Even though the international flights provide a, a lot higher margin, uh, it, it's hard to be able to maintain that with some of the staffing shortages that Colin was uh, referencing, especially when it comes to the pilots as well. So when, if you're looking at that JETS ETF, obviously there's some support areas that, uh, that can be identified here, but you're really looking at those individual players and then I would use Southwest as one of the uh, the players that I've kind of uh, follow here even though they have been impacted just like every airline they have been uh, they haven't had to cancel as much uh, as many flights they do focus more on domestic areas and then also uh, spread out outside of just the the main metropolitan areas as well and so they've been able to weather the storm and they're able to pass on some of this cost that's some of that demand that you're talking about and Colin was talking about we are starting to see mm -hmm. that come to fruition you can look at the TSA numbers from Ju uh, June 30th to July 4th, 
it was about 92% of what we did in 2019. So it's definitely coming back. Now the question is, how long is that going to last? Is it going to last through Labor Day and we see a sharp drop off? Is it going to last through the holiday season? That's going to be key. And then trying to plan out to 2023. A lot of these airlines are having mm. some trouble with that. And Colin, um, you know, while things may seem better, as you're both pointing out to a certain extent, and maybe, you know, more people traveling and such, but the big picture here is that, for example, the cruise lines have been downgraded, price targets cuts, there's so much debt that was uh, accrued. How do you know which names to get in? Do you like any names or any names to buy? Or how are you evaluating the group for investors? I think it's important to focus on strong balance sheets because you know, Kevin's made some great points, you as well. There's there's a lot of risk out there for airlines just trying to figure out how strong is this demand wave and how long is it going to be after this initial summer surge. And the, the key is for us is trying to avoid really highly leveraged airlines like American. We're, we're not at buy or strong buy with them. But then you've got on the opposite end of the spectrum, an airline like Southwest that actually has negative net debt. So an excellent balance sheet. So they have all the, the cash and dry powder in the world to make it through uh, some rocky periods. So really that's the key for us, finding you know historically quality operations with healthy balance sheets and focusing on those going forward. Just with so all Southwest the uncertainty. Southwest is the buy. So Southwest is the buy, Colin. Any other names that you like? Oh, we actually we like Delta a lot as well and Alaska and United. Okay, Alaska, because, uh, United and Southwest, yeah, tell me. Yeah, so Delta, United are bigger players we like and then Alaska and Southwest um, on the second tier. But uh, as much risk as is out there, I think you alluded to it earlier, these stocks are down in some cases 60% from pre-pandemic level. So we're not out here you know, banging the drum that these are rosy times for airlines and they should be at all time highs. We're just saying maybe more like a 30% cut from pre-pandemic levels is probably more appropriate given there is strong demand, people want to fly. Uh, yeah. We're, people forget how much faster we've recovered demand. You know, just six months ago, people were saying business travel was dead. That's certainly not the case. People are back on the road for work. So it's a bright horizon for airlines, but there's certainly a lot of risk out there. And probably something more like a 30% cut in the stock price from pre-pandemic levels is more appropriate than 50 or 60%. Yeah, Colin Scarola, CFRA Research, and Kevin Green, Charles Schwab. Thank you, Colin and Kevin, very, very much. Nice to see you both.